Hello and welcome to Access AI, where we will be exploring AI in asset management and wealth management with a number of individuals from within Arabesque AI, as well as the wider AI community. I'm your host, Lloyd Reynolds. I look after business development for Arabesque AI. Thank you very much for joining us today. I'm sure today's topic will be fascinating. Thank you for joining us uh, today for the uh, latest edition of our podcast. I'm here today with Naj Moodin Lutfi, CEO at BIMB Investments. And, and Naj, you're in KL in Malaysia at the moment. How yes, are I you? Am. I'm well, thank you. Uh, yes, I'm in KL uh, currently, uh, Lloyd. Okay, good. Well, it's very good to see you, Naj. And we should disclose that we have known each other for too long, I guess, for a very long time, at least 10 years. Yes, at least. <laughs> at least. Yeah. And Naj, thank you for uh, taking the time out today to talk about um, BIMB, your relationship with Arabesque AI, and AI um, in, in more general terms, and how you integrate that into some of the products that you have on the Malaysian market. But I have to start, Naj, by asking you, what is your favorite AI movie? That's a very interesting question. Well, I haven't, you know, really watched movie the last couple of years. Uh, I think... <laughs> not, not in the not cinema, in the cinema anyway. <laughs> uh, But yeah. I, I think uh, the one I remember is the one with, oh my goodness, uh, Robbie Williams, when he, you know, he was actually a robot, you know, a human robot. Robin and Williams? Robbie, yeah, Robbie Williams, right? Okay. Not the singer, the, the yeah. actor. Yeah, yeah Robin I, Williams, yeah. Yes. So, yeah, I, I think I, I, I remember that one, um, that movie. So, and what, yeah, what, thought, was, what, what did you like about that? Well, I, I, it's, it's about, you know, um, artificial intelligence, you know, how it was, you know, very advanced, eventually, you know, uh, become a... Or became a, a, a human, I mean, almost like human. Okay. I think I remember it. I do think I yeah. remember it. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and I, I'm going to have to say, Naj, I don't think you have a career as a film critic. No, no I don't think you can. <laughs> I think we better stick to investment management. I think so. <laughs> so, so Naj, I'm going to ask you, just, you know, just give a little background on, on your career. What you've been up to, where you started, etc. Well, um, yes, I mean, I, I started at CIMB and then uh, I joined Goldman and, um, you know, and then the, the Central Bank of Malaysia. So now I have been with BIB Investment, which is 100% owned by Bank Islam. It's also listed on the main board of the Colombo Stock Exchange. Yeah. Yep. So since uh, February 2015, so I have about uh, 20 years of experience in the financial industry. I'm also a uh, deputy director at the uh, Central Bank of Malaysia. What, I have a what master's... did you do at the Central Bank? No, what... Well, I was in the Malaysia, it's, it's a promotion unit called Malaysia International Islamic Finance Centre. It's MIOC where we actually uh, market and promote uh, Islamic finance uh, That's right. globally. I remember. Yep. Yeah. A bit of background about BNB Investments. So mm -hmm. uh, BNB Investment is a um, licensed Islamic fund management company uh, registered with the Securities Commission Malaysia. 
uh, the firm, uh, the company was incorporated on 14 September 1993, uh, okay. started its operations in 1994. So we have, uh, you know, BNB Investment has been in the unit trust industry for more than 27 years. So like I mentioned, it's a wholly owned subsidiary of bank, um, Islam, Malaysia yeah. Bahad, one of uh, Malaysia's uh, nine Islamic banking players. Yeah, and tell us, tell us a little bit about the, the culture and the products that uh, you offer through BIMB. So fundamentally, I mean, all the products are Sharia compliant. We have a wide range of products, uh, equity, uh, you know, Islamic equity products. Mm-hmm. Uh, that could be in a, a Malaysia focus, you know, domestic focus, you know, global, Asia-Pac. We also have a suku or fixed income. Uh, we have a global suku fund. Obviously, we have a cash funds. Yeah, so uh, we have about around now about 18 uh, products yeah, across asset classes. Across the whole range, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 And, and um, obviously Arabesque and Arabesque AI has a, a, a strong relationship with BIMB. Just tell us, how, how did that come about? When did, it, when did it begin? So the relationship between Arabesque and BIMB investment. So we, we have started, we, we started the journey on sustainable investing, Sharia, sustainable and Sharia investing since uh, 2015, you know, after our partnership with uh, Arabes uh, Asset Management. So it all started, uh, you know, in, in mid-2015. Um, yeah. So with that partnership, uh, we have the sort of exclusive access to uh, Arabes investment capabilities, particularly on the quantitative uh, capabilities as well on the ESG investment capabilities. And um, so BMB investment, uh, we uh, leverage leverage on uh, Arabes uh, AI investment tool, like the Arabes Auto CIO, to identify investable stocks that you know comply with our Sharia compliance and, and sustainable investment policy. Uh, furthermore, through the uh, Arabes S-Ray, which provide information from a variety of sources uh, that, that basically, you know, transforming into proprietary scores based on financial maturity. So the S-Ray data engines, um, as you know, you know, evaluates companies' sustainable, uh, sustainability performance right. yeah, across the spectrum of ESG dimensions. The S-Ray ES score, you have to look at yeah, the, the ESG score, the United Nations Global Compact score, the temperature score. Uh, in addition to the preference filter that you know allows uh, for the screening of companies to align with uh, our Islamic values. Okay, okay. So you have you have quite a, a, a long and in-depth relationship with uh, Arabesque and you, you touched on sustainability, the uh, artificial intelligence and auto mm-hmm. CIO and also mm-hmm. the Sharia components. That sounds pretty complex, Naj. Mm-hmm. How, how did, you know, what, what was it that brought um, BIMB and Arabesque together? And what was it that made you interested in that connection between sustainability uh, and the use of technology, AI, in, in investment strategies? As an Islamic fund manager, uh, BIMB Investment observed that ESG factors were becoming mainstream and there was an opportunity to integrate ESG uh, into our investment process and offer ESG products to Malaysians. Uh, we believe there is alignment between Islamic capital market, Islamic finance, and SRI. Uh, as you know, SRI exhibits uh, several similar facets with Islamic finance. Uh, both SRI and Islamic finance are value-based approaches and strong on mm-hmm. risk management. 
the collaboration between the SRI and the Summit Finance ecosystems would likely uh, sharpen both sides' uh, intellectual positions as well as offer broader opportunities for distribution and knowledge sharing across uh, regions. So back in 2015, I, I personally believe that AI will shape the future, how we live uh, and work, and investment management will be part and partial of the transformation. Uh, to date, uh, artificial intelligence is increasing centrality to, if I may say, all business processes and even strategy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's no longer up for debate. Technology plays a crucial role in the financial world today, and Arabes is at the forefront uh, integrating AI abilities into investing. I believe the fund manager may consider AI machines um, as a partner to be teamed to deliver outcomes that marry mechanized speed and precision with human intuition and curiosity. With AI machines uh, possessing capabilities to evolve, adapt, and search for patterns, asset managers can use them to enhance uh, investment. Yeah. Yeah, and now it does you know it, it does amaze me. Is it incredible? And I am obviously uh, biased that um, an Islamic asset manager in Malaysia seems to be at the forefront mm-hmm. of you know everything that's going on in asset management at the moment. And you seem to have been there for a, a, a very long time ahead of many of mm-hmm. your contemporaries in other so-called more mature markets in Europe mm-hmm. and the US, for instance. So mm-hmm. um, congratulations on that, Naj. Thank you. Now, I know it's um, early days in terms of um, the AI um, strategies that Arabesque AI manage for BIMB, but I, I just wanted to get your thoughts on how you think the product has been received amongst your client base and how you think the product um, will perform going forwards. What, what, what's, your, what's your view on that in comparison to, say, more traditional Mm-hmm. approaches you know bottom up stock pickers or mm-hmm. uh, quantitative strategies well um, long term consistent return will be the uh, key measure for um, any funds or any investment funds i mean for example eig funds so for an eig fund you know um, we think that you should be able to weather the market volatility better than non esg peers uh, in a given long term investment period uh, like any investment approach even for you know sustainable investing so sustainable investing, for example, will not always outperform over short-term periods. But over the long term, with ESG, ESG insights can uh, really help investors to develop a more complete picture of a company uh, while not relying only on financial indica- indicators. Uh, ESG analysis can provide an early warning on environmental or social risks before they affect company value and can help evaluate the sustainability of a firm's long-term business model and how well a firm treats its stakeholders. Uh, ESG investing is when you invest in companies based on how they perform on ESG criteria, not just profits. Uh, Companies who prioritize ESG factors have shown to be more resilient to shocks and could give better returns to investors in the long run. Uh, This tilts the portfolio to companies that are better equipped to manage ESG issues and, and therefore less likely to face financial risks such as, you know, fines, lawsuits, and reputational uh, damage. Yeah. And now, so, just, just on that, do you, do you find that um, your clients subscribe to that, that they, they find that credible, that they, they can see how, you know, um, Sharia objectives and uh, values are aligned with ESG and SRI and sustainability objectives? Is that something your clients uh, acknowledge and are comfortable with? 
um, our, our experiences, because uh, uh, largely our clients are retail, at large, what they care is really the re- risk-adjusted returns. Second is the consistent, you know, excess returns, the alpha, and also timely response, you know, uh, advice, and also the high-touch uh, service. So, you know, the, the challenge is really to provide, you know, the above, you know. Um, yeah, at the end of the day, um, of course, you know, there are investors uh, that, uh, want their investment to align with the Sharia values, align with ESG. Uh, but I th- Sharia values for Malaysians, I think uh, that is well accepted. Uh, but for ESG, uh, it, it's still, you know, it's still, it's still at infancy stage. Um, there's still a lot of education to be done. I think uh, most of the investors that are somewhat aware on ESG are mo- mostly are institutional. But uh, retail, the education still needs to be done. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, thanks, Naj, for that. I think. Um... That gives our listeners, I hope, a, a good introduction to BIMB, to yourself, and to how the uh, relationship with BIMB and Arabesque is uh, characterised. Um, why don't we move on a little bit now, and if we talk about um, a couple of things. One, if we talk about, I know we've, um, or you have just launched a, a new technology fund that is Sharia, ESG uh, in terms of leveraging our sustainability um, tools and also is powered by um, artificial intelligence. So it'd be quite interesting to hear a little bit about that product, um, why it was launched, your thoughts on on how it's gone so far. So we we launched the uh, BIMB Arabes uh, Sharia ESG Artificial Intelligence Technology Fund. Uh, that really embraces innovation, um, you know, to achieve capital appreciation uh, by investing in the portfolio of uh, global Sharia ESG technology-related equities. So uh, the fund adopt you know sustainable and, and quantitative approach. Uh, we improve the our information environment by quantifying uh, corporate strategy and management quality using non-financial data and reduce human biases and you know, leverage technology to assess more information in less time in a consistent and scalable manner. The Arabes um, Artificial Intelligence, or Arabes AI, provides bespoke uh, proposed investment solutions uh, to BME investment using the latest in artificial intelligence research and uh, technology. Okay. And how has the launch gone so far? Uh, it's been very good, you know. Uh, we have been receiving very good reception. Uh, it's still early days, um, as you know. You know, we're still in a lockdown. So, but the first quarter we're planning to have more client events, and uh, so far uh, we've raised, uh, uh, given the situation, I think an acceptable uh, size. Great, great, and hopefully, Naj, I can join you at one of your client events in Q1. That would be in, yeah, in real so. yeah, life. In real life. In real life. Yeah, yes, exactly. yes. Yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed. And so, Naj, um, you know, clearly, you're, you know, as we discussed, BIMB are at the forefront of many of the developments in asset management, and you sit in the, you know. Malaysia sits obviously in the uh, Asia region. It would just be helpful for our listeners, I guess, if you could give some insight into how the region, the APAC region itself, thinks about things like digitization, active versus passive strategies, um, integration of ESG that you touched on, customization around, you know, for you, I guess we customize product around Sharia and ESG. 
um, just be helpful. I know the last time you and I met actually was in Singapore and you were speaking at a technology conference. So if there was, you know, some insights you could provide on the region as a whole, that would be uh, great. Right. I mean, um, I think the last couple of years, I mean, at least the last, uh, you know, three, five, I mean, five, five years, you know, we, we see uh, a greater focus on ESG and sustainable investing uh, as well on digital. I mean, like for Malaysia, for instance, you know, um, I mean, yesterday, uh, the central bank just launched its, you know, latest, uh, latest uh, blueprint, the financial sector blueprint. Uh, and there is a focus, uh, a lot more focus, a much more, much more uh, detailed information on uh, digitalization and also um, focus on sustainability. I mean, you can see that the acceptance from you know, policymakers in, in governments on uh, digital and, and uh, sustainability is there. Um, and we have already seen in Singapore and I think other markets also, um, you know, uh, Indonesia is one of the you know biggest market when it comes to uh, digital. Um, so I think these region, and as you know, you know, China is very big on uh, artificial intelligence, you know, big data technology. So I think for Asia region, it has embraced uh, technology for quite some time. And I think the discussion on, uh, you know, sustainable uh, investing and the focus on net zero, um, you know, that I think has been, you know, a priority for, for I think, pretty much in the, the whole region. And uh, even for Malaysia, you know, uh, it will become, um, and the focus on net zero, you know, it's going to be institutionalized and it will be regulated soon. So, yeah, I think the exposure uh, on sustainability and, and digital uh, for Malaysia and, and for the region, you know, has been on an exponential growth for the last couple of years. So we, we see great opportunity here. Yeah, I think, and I think, you know, we, we would uh, agree with that. Um, I know you know, but recently we received a grant from the MAS in Singapore to hire um, some AI um, researchers into Singapore. And so we'll be building out our office in, in Singapore to you know, help across the region as well. So, Naj, so far you, you've been, I have to say, very positive about sustainability and AI, um, but it can't all be smooth sailing. So what are some of the difficulties or issues that you've encountered or your clients have brought up to you about applying AI in investment management? And this can be around product development, around selling to clients, any topic. Yeah, I, I think I mean, broadly, uh, I guess uh, AI for the industry, AI for investment management, I think the uh, the slowness in applying uh, AI to uh, investment management could be the uh, affordability. Uh, the mm-hmm. coin investing is computationally intensive, and these systems can be expensive, and hence uh, only large institutional investors uh, and hedge funds or a handful of large SMH companies were able to afford the technology needed to, you know, for example, deploy cognitive strategies. The less desirable quality of data that are available in certain part of the world, you know, such as Asia, mm-hmm. where markets are more fragmented, may result in the inefficiency of a pure quant strategy. Uh, from various reporting in Indonesia in the context of uh, applying AI and big data technologies, it's believed that the successful model of collaboration in investments, an area long dominated by investment professionals, i.e. human intelligence, will it be AI plus you know, human intelligence, um, instead of worrying that AI will take over the jobs of investment managers, we believe the most effective approach is to embrace technology 
uh, as uh, AI and you know human intelligence have different strengths and weaknesses. Uh, the similar approach has been adopting, uh, been adopting by several big investment managers in Malaysia. Um, in recent years, uh, volatility caused by events such as the pandemic, natural disasters, right. you know, China's regulatory clampdown and the US US China tension has been a regular feature in the markets. So, Quan strategy seems does not handle such events well. Uh, humans are generally recognized as more adaptable to unforeseen circumstances than robots, and a hybrid model could be useful in Asia, where markets are more fragmented and inefficient, and data quality is less desirable than in developed markets. Yeah, yeah. So it, it does come up a lot. I guess people always ask me, do we believe that AI is going to replace human portfolio managers? And typically we answer no, but we think rather that the smart portfolio managers, the smart asset managers will embrace AI and use it as part of their solution. It sounds Sounds like something you were thinking about as well. Um, what about what do you think about future strategies that you see coming out of the relationship between Arabesque AI and BIMB? So I know um, today we uh, in Arabesque AI we run strategies for clients in in the US, in Malaysia, in Europe, and we have some thematic product. We have some global Sharia product that we do for you, et cetera, and some more customized solutions for clients elsewhere. What about from your perspective? What do you what do you think will be the next set of products that will be coming out? So now, now that uh, Arabes has successfully launched uh, AutoCIO, going forward, we are exploring the prospects of uh, direct indexing strategies you know, to customize portfolio for individual clients at scale via uh, AutoCIO. You know, sustainable ESGT will be uh, another strategy in our pipeline. So these are the the two the two things that we're probably looking at. You know, the ETF probably more in the immediate time immediate term. The direct indexing strategies probably uh, in the long term. Perfect. So if people aren't aware of Auto CIO, we'll put a link in the um, uh, podcast directions, and you can uh, have a look at what you can do on there. But as Naj points out, it does offer customization and and is very scalable. So it does have a good use around direct indexing for creating um, AI-powered investment strategies. Naj, last question for you. What advice, what advice do you have for you know, other asset management firms who are perhaps thinking about integrating AI into their process, might be considering you know, a product launch that uses AI, might be thinking about calling Arabesque AI about uh, you know how we could help them to do this. What what's your advice to them? Sure, uh, data is now produced in unprecedented quantities, creating a need for intelligent machines to discover subtle relationships which can be trans translated into alpha opportunities. AI can deal with unstructured and alternative data, particularly in te- particularly in textual. Uh, form AI can help uh, avoid uh, human preconceptions and biases. Um, AI can automatically adapt to dynamically changing markets and is scalable across a broad variety of markets. Uh, structure in financial market is highly complex and varies over time, markets and asset classes. AI-driven system is capable to handling this complexity and enabling scalable investment process designed for a wide variety of use cases in an efficient and cost-effective way. AI may help to improve risk management, 
and data insights results in better investment outcomes. Using AI to automate analysis and reporting saves time and money for analysts. Technology will continue to play an integral role uh, across various asset management functions as it has for decades. As new tools are developed, computing power becomes more affordable and the availability of data continues to increase. Uh, additional use case for AI and machine learning and asset management will emerge. We are already seeing tools such as AutoCIO that can help mitigate risk, reduce costs, generate better returns and deliver products and services more efficiently for clients. Hence, integrating AI in the investment process is not an option but a need for business sustainability. Naj, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you today. Yeah, I wish I could be there in person and I hope that we get to meet very soon. Yeah, Take care and look after yourself. Thank you, Naj. Thank you, Lloyd. It's a pleasure. <laughs>